Today on the program, you can't unfuck what's been fucked. It's Atomic Blonde. party i'm your host nick and with me as always are the percivals to my satchel that's right los and brandon howdy 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 there wasn't a lot to work with on this one i had a really hard time (laughs) trying to figure out and i thought hopefully that sounded enough that's suggestive enough bruises to my charlie bruises to my yeah the ice to my bath yeah i guess i guess i'm gonna have to consult you guys i was looking at that (laughs) Uh, those ice cubes, and I'm like, I wonder if those are like epoxy ice cubes. Epoxy? Oh, like fake ice. Yeah, they would have to be. Yep. It's like, as long as shoots go and all the lights and everything. I mean, it's a fairly dark scene, I guess, but still there's lighting. Ice isn't going to last very long, especially since Charlize is so hot. It just melted all away. Good one. All right. <laughs> so today we are talking about Atomic Blonde from 2017, directed by David Leach. Leach. Uh, he's known for the Fast and Furious Hobbs and Shaw. They like started a spinoff with The Rock and Statham that was like Fast and Furious colon Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> like they're getting their own I'm spinoff movies. Never watched any of those Fast and Furious movies? You know. Uh, the first one was just about some dudes racing around, having a good time, yeah. and the cop was undercover, and it was like a grounded, legitimate, entertaining movie, and mm-hmm. then, man, it just... <laughs> Where did it get out of control? Tokyo Drift? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I think I tried to watch the second one and didn't even make it through, because I think Tokyo Drift was three. That, that sounds right. And then all of a sudden, there are, I mean, we talked about how A-Team was done with fucking flying <laughs> tanks. I think Fast and the Furious is gone well that, beyond though. that they probably have done that they've gone above and beyond anyway so he did the the spin-off because now it's not enough to just keep re- or redoing more of those we have to like spin off anyway anyway so he did that he did deadpool 2 which is awesome and deadpool in the rewatch was pretty cool um but most importantly he was co-director of the original john wick Oh, okay. And so that's why the fight scenes in this seem fairly familiar because he was he he's also a, a wicker, and uh, well, take it easy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so similar choreographer. In fact, Charlene was was training for this at the same time Keanu was training for John Wick too. So they're like, banging. They got a group I, discount. I, I maybe they did. Yeah, they, it was a group on. It was group on thing. I don't know that it became sexual, but I mean, if you got Keanu and Charlize in a room, I don't know that either of them can resist the other. Well, she was banging what two people in this movie? She was banging she was. the dude who was who got killed initially, and then the girl, and then the girl. I mean, you got to do probably got to do what you got to do to get it done. I mean, both or the John mission Goodman, and sorry. her vagina. Yeah. 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 She was probably blowing John Goodman. <laughs> okay. <side>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Well, I mean, he is John Goodman. Have you seen The Big Lebowski? That's right. Coming up soon. It is. It is. Uh, so anyway, he's uh, David Leach. A lot of shit, but a couple of good things. So Char- we obviously we have Charlize, as we've mentioned numerous times. She's going to be back in Fury Road. I don't know if she shows up more 
I don't know. I just know for sure she's in Mad Max Fury Road. But um, I don't feel we need to delve in. Everybody knows who Charlize Theron is. Yeah. Same with James McAvoy. Like, oh, yeah, of course. We, we, of course. we know him, if, whether it's from the new X-Men movies or fucking... He's a uh, household name. Split. Yeah, I mean, essentially. Was he in the X-Men movies? The, the new ones, yeah. He's the younger Xavier, oh, Professor X. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, you will. Oh, okay. I don't have the original X, like those original three with Patrick Stewart, but I got some of the newer ones. Yeah, right, 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 right. You know, it's it's and it's still ever expanding. I I gotta now that I have like a an excuse. I will never get to X Men. Maybe not. (laughs) Maybe not. Uh, But you know, as we progress, it's more likely that new movies I get will be past where we already are, so they'll have to be like Patreon episodes. So it's not like it's going to mm-hmm. keep drawing it out, right? Or you know, if you want to get to X Men early, you spell it with an E. That's right. Like the former men. The former men. <laughs> the former men. <laughs> <laughs> Used to be. Um, all right, so we'll get into the movie here. Uh, it starts with a, a Reagan speech. We get a bit of a Reagan speech, and then right into Overture. fucking hard techno. Bring this wall down. That's right. Because this is all about the Cold War and uh, the the East and West Berlin and the Wall and and that uh, that time, so we've got where uh, you know obviously Eastern Europe, east of that Wall is just desolation and terrible, and fucking still war ridden, like they never got to recover, rebuild anything, right? So at least that's how it's always portrayed in movies. I yeah. I never actually went there, but <laughs> for what the movies show me, like. Buildings got blown up in the big one, and then just fucking here we are, forty years later, and they still never got just never got fixed. It. You just yeah. you just living amongst rubble and listening That's to it. techno. Yeah, techno, <laughs> techno, and uh, ninety nine blue ninety nine luft balloons. Ninety nine red luft balloons. That's all I know. And all the songs that are in this, <laughs> like you know, we'll refer to that Berlin uh, kind of uh, war. Kind of theme, those pop songs with the war. I think ninety nine. Yeah, well, yeah it was. Just, that's that's like a war song, yeah. which you wouldn't think, because it's like this happy, catchy little thing. <laughs> and then yeah, it starts off with her singing all catchy, and then like it kicks in, <laughs> and has like the eighties uh, <laughs> Yugoslavian synthetic, twist on but yet it. sort of soul beat to it. And it's like, man, I'm cruising down the highway here in America, drinking my cappuccino and loving it. <laughs> Not realizing that they're singing about Berlin and war. Um, well, then make make fucking make make songs about depressing shit, depressing. So I know that you're being depressing. All right. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Don't make me listen to the words. Yeah, you're you're the songwriters. Don't I shouldn't have to tell you how to do your job. So we got this dude. He's running along, squeezes through a gate, like sneaks through it, and then immediately gets hit by a car. He sort uh, of looks like Joaquin Phoenix. That's who I thought it was at first. You thought it was Joaquin? But then I saw that he had a full mustache. So oh! I definitely knew it wasn't. Dig. Him. Dig. It was a dig. Um, <laughs> what? Man has a hair lip. He can't grow a full mustache. Come on. Especially, uh, well, you know, it's good if you ever wanted to try to be Hitler, you'd have to have a prosthetic mustache. Do they make prosthetic mustaches? They, of course they make prosthetic mustaches. <laughs> But yeah, he couldn't. He wouldn't be able to grow. Well, yeah, I think it mustache. would because you only need the middle part. 
Oh, for him, he just yeah. can't get off to the side here. You can do that with like a wide tip so sharpie. He could still get the middle part. He could still grow his own Hitler stat or the Charlie Chaplin if you wanted to go that way. Or the Michael Jordan Haynes commercials. Oh, he did have that role. Was he trying to like save that style? I'm taking for- this back, motherfucker. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> this is our mustache. Chaplin did it first, and Hitler stole it from him. I'm going to steal it back. <laughs> And it didn't work out because cultural I'll, appropriation. All I'll re- remember from Michael Jordan, other well, obviously, other than the five rings, is his crying meme. So the whole mm. little mini mustache thing never caught on. Nope. Oh, and then he's a shitty baseball player. Well, you know, remember he that, tried though. he tried to go into baseball for yeah. a season and yeah. it was like, didn't work out for Ooh, him. I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to basketball. Oh, oh wait, I'm too old for this now. Fuck. Well, well uh, and even still, <laughs> when the catcher is telling him what pitches is coming, he still can't hit him. Yeah, well, you know. Yeah, he wasn't good. He wasn't. He wasn't Bo he Jackson. Was only in the minors, so who I've brought up here, never. and you guys still don't know who Bo Jackson, multi multi professional sport athlete. Mm. Your only, your only sports reference. That's right. It's know. the only one I know. And anything from Rocky. Yeah, yeah, I definitely know my Rocky, but that's that's I couldn't name very many like real life boxers. In fact, the few that I can name probably starred in Rocky movies. <laughs> yeah, I remember Rocky sixteen with Manny Pacquiao as the Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well beat the living fuck out of him. Who do you think helped him train for that uh Mayweather fight? Manny Pacquiao Rocky. Rocky helped Rocky. train him. <laughs> Manny Pacquiao does not Manny take Pacquiao. any cheat. Pacquiao. Pacquiao. Did you guys watch did you watch that fucking uh, Mayweather versus Connor fight? No, the whole like UFC no boxing crossover fight? Yeah, I think I watched that. I was playing a gig with TJ at like a private resident. It was weird. Like usually we do private residence. It's like somebody has a lot of money in a big range or something. But no, this is like legit someone's backyard. We're set up next to a slip and slide <laughs> on a flatbed trailer in like a just normal ass fucking backyard. Uh, hey, if they're paying you. I, right, right. But We're we get playing. done playing and we go into like the, the man cave, the, the little shed in the backyard, the man cave, and we end up watching the fucking... McGregor Mayweather fight. That was kind of weird. I just Texas gigs. You never know what you're gonna get. Mayweather Life is like them, a right? Texas gig. You, you never know what you're gonna, gonna get. get. That's true. No, no. All right. Like a box of chocolate. <laughs> Shut the fuck up with the crickets. Um, okay, so this dude gets hit by a car. Uh, gets hit by the car and then smashed. Like, they hit him and knock him over, and then as he's trying to get back up, is it where they fucking, like, pin him to a pinned. van? Yeah. Um, and so you just see the legs walk up, and then he's like, how did you find me? Because you're not as good as the spice shit as you think you are, which is pretty awesome. Um, I always thought I'd be brought down by the best, but you're not the best, are you? You're the biggest cunt in the KGB. <laughs> like, well, that's pretty ballsy for a man who just got fucking cut in half by a vehicle he knows what's coming he's just yeah. swinging for the fences at I, I mean i'm not gonna beg and plead i'm gonna go out i'm gonna go out <laughs> well, strong if you thought that you were so good that the best can beat you that was the best and he beat you he got beat so i guess it, now yeah right yeah <laughs> i do like that he drops c-bombs i appreciate europe's ability yes. to just drop c-bombs i love watching like gordon ramsay and he oh likes dude his, he's just twat and twat he's, and cunt all the time <laughs> fucking love it uh, I'm just letting you know, if you ever uh, see me in traffic, ev- everybody's a cunt. I'm dropping the C-bombs left and right. And the safety of my car, of course, where nobody can hear me. But of course. All the time. That's, that's, that's my, that's my only go-to. place that I call actual people bitch. Oh, yeah. Fucking bitch. <laughs> uh, man, yeah. Uh, just Get over! Fucking move dry! Fucking bitch! 
What are you even doing right now? Stupid okay, bitch. thanks for letting me in. Bye. Okay, thank you. And you pretend, like, <laughs> the rage passes. You just look straight. You don't even look at them. Yep. You know, sometimes you'll have you go around them and you're gonna give them the sneer. I just like drive by them and just like, oh, nothing's wrong with me. I'm, no, like, I'm completely I'm normal. Okay. Like you were I'm just like, yelling at them behind them. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it, it's funny because like road road rage. It's usually like stuck in huge traffic jams or whatever when you hear that. But just normal, like trying to get out of the fucking Walmart down on Ben White, dude. That that line is fucking forever. And I don't know. I I get road rage in, in those more situations, and then it passes. And I'm like, okay, everything's fine and sunshiny and great. Just like immediately, I, I from ten to zero. You know, just a huge escalation. So anyway, uh, just go to the one on Mopac and seventy one. There's like nobody there. That's a good one. Oh, back in 71. Yeah, just keep going Sunset east. Valley. Oh, yeah, go keep oh, going yeah. west. And it's like right there under... Uh, That's a good academy Mopac. right there, too, for the same reason. That's right. Just nobody goes down there? Oh, no, man. West side, bro. That's over by... Is that by the Y? I just learned what no, the Austin... No, the Y's a lot more... No, that's farther. That's even out. farther? Yeah. That's well, an Oak Hill, dog. Farther, yeah. Oak Hill, dog. I right. I gone through that intersection so yeah, many times, and it, I never knew that that was called the Y. You never knew that was the Y in yeah. Oakville. And people were like, "Oh, oh yeah, I'm near the Y." I'm like, the YMCA. I know there's a YMCA <laughs> on 183 North. I drive by it a lot on my way to work, but I don't know what you're talking about. Do you, you know, know where the, the cowboy is at? Uh, no. What is that? The Triangle Guadalupe. It's like Guadalupe and like and Lamar, where they something. meet, right? Yeah. Oh yeah 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 okay. So it splits off and do Guadalupe and Burnett. Yep. Yep, Lamar yep, yep, yep. Burnett, one of those two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that's the triangle. That's an, all right. See, I need to know this. It's only been like fucking six years living here. You think I'd know these Which basic is also things? Technically, the Y as well, but they call that one they. <laughs> they oh shit! We already got a Y. We got to think of something else. Uh, triangle. The veg. No, no, dude. We can't. No. There's the circle of death. All right, I'm sure the people that don't live in Austin are uh, really really loving this part of the yeah. show. Yeah. It's all right. It's all right. Uh, what's the circle of death? Uh, what is it, 51st and 35, where they bid that, put that big roundabout? Oh, yeah, yeah. I like that roundabout. I think roundabouts should be everywhere. Just uh, not everybody knows how to use them. That's, yeah. that's the scary unless, thing. Unless, well, first off, let's get people to actually take driver's ed. But then secondly, let's include roundabouts in said driver's ed. Because, yeah, roundabouts would be great if people utilized them well because we're used to fucking street lights and if you got rid of all the street lights and then when i'm president in 2024 i'm gonna live in the traffic four years yep all right i look forward to that now there will be no stop signs in my world hey roundabouts still have stop signs there will be only roundabouts every (laughs) single intersection in the nation that is correct all right you heard it here first Episode eleven. Eleven. That is right. <laughs> Vote for me if you want to roundabout. Oh, you can play that yes song. You have to ask them for the rights. That yes has a song roundabout. Roundabout. I'll be around. a roundabout. Oh, right. make you turn your car has around. Like, yeah, sure. I mean, you could have them do a, a spoof of their song, but it has like the sickest bass line. It's one of the most famous bass lines in, in at least in prog rock. Anyway, yes, roundabout. Listeners, look it up. So, yeah, this guy gets beaten by the cunt, is what we're saying. The cunt shoots him. That's right. 
And yes, we get that's the only way we know this character is that he was called a cunt. So we got to call him that. But he shoots him in the head, takes the watch and throws the body over the bridge. I mean, so I mean, he fucked this dude up. I hit you with my car. I sandwich you between a van and my car, thereby cutting you in half, shoot you in the head, fucking rob you and then throw you off of a bridge. Yep. That's a pretty brutal takedown. Little continuity thing, too. He shot him in the head. It would be pouring out blood and he picks him up. No the head's on intact. The and also, it's not pouring out blood. Also, also, when he picked him up, like his legs, pelvis would have been crushed, but like it looks like his legs are still Oh, yeah, because well he got smashed between yeah. two vehicles. <laughs> oh, yeah, we, we never came that. up with that sound, but we got to figure that out. Da-da. All right. Continuity. <laughs> That's it. Da-da. All right, pull that. Continuity. <laughs> pull that clip. That's, That's it. Right. All right. All right, so then we cut to Charlize bursting up face up through the ice. <gasps> Taking a big old breath. She looks bruised, battered, big old beaten. Breath. breath. Taking a big old breast. She's <laughs> uh, a big old breast. No, she doesn't have big old breasts. But there's a lot of them in this movie, though. There's a lot of them in this movie. Yeah, you get to see that she still has very... Some Charlize Theron boobs. Very, very perky breasts. Oh, yeah. There on the TV was her boobs from Theron. Theron. They're on the TV. Theron. Oh, I see what you did there. I get it. All right. Really? Applause for that? He's, he's trying, man. He's trying. I'm just waiting for. All right. So anyway, she she's taking an ice bath and she's obviously been beat to shit. Uh, the, the she was beaten so bad. Chris Brown, Brown was like, "God damn!" Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was better. That was better. Um, okay. So anyway, it tells us it's London ten days later. So this is 10 days after the, the car smashing. Right. Uh, she pours vodka on ice. We find it's, I, I say it's Stoliknaya. Or you can just say Stoli. Or Stoli. But that shows only, so she we just. Heavy pour, to pour to too. Pronounce things correctly. Vodka on ice. And that is what we have here we for today. That. We are, we are, uh, we didn't have Strunks. much ice. So we're basically just drinking Stoli fucking Strunks. straight. <laughs> yeah. And I gotta say, I mean, it does it just taste like vodka, everybody. Just, yeah. Vodka no, no, tastes no, like fucking vodka. But it is like a smooth you vodka. Like, you guys will never have a. No, we do need that epoxy ice. There. We should have got some of that epoxy ice from her bathtub. Some of that Charlie's naked some, body I'd epoxy ice. Salt. I'd have some of that ice. I'd put that in my drink. <laughs> that would be safe. It's like food safe, right? Once epoxy's hardened, it's food grade safe, right? Sure. I mean, it, it came from her bath. It's cleanable, isn't it? I'd eat an epoxy cube out of her vag, bro. Wow. I, I, I'm I guessing the list of people who wouldn't is pretty short. Probably a shorter list. Than pretty short yeah. list, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, she's Charlie's fucked yeah, there. Kevin Spacey wouldn't do it. Kevin Spacey <laughs> would not do it. Uh, uh, but he would if it was Macaulay Culkin. He would definitely do it if it was, especially Home Alone <laughs> era Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> <laughs> and now we know why he went... Because <laughs> Kevin like Spacey is kids, right? He just like, uh, no, nah, well, not kids so like, much, but like teenage, like, like young, younger, young like guys. Enough. It, oh, well, no. depending on your state, <laughs> I guess. But state. that's that's a that's a fire. So I Gay used dudes to is a lot different than like like little girls do. No, you're like, right. You're right. Like seventeen, eighteen is different than five or six. Like yeah, that's Dolly. Jeff. That's Jeffrey Jones territory. Jeffrey Jones, the Jeffrey the Jones. dad from Beetlejuice, the principal from Ferris Bueller. Oh, villain from Howard the Duck. He get caught with that. Oh, that he, uh, fat guy. The redhead guy always had the mustache. 
Wow. The, yeah, From I mean, look, look him up. Yeah, he was the dad, not the fat one. The fat one was like their helper guy, but the the dad. Oh. He was also the principal in Ferris Bueller, yeah, so like yeah, the best yeah, way yeah. to know him. He, what? Grace, Grace. He, uh, yeah, they had pedophile. Really? Like little kids, little kid he, porn. Like he was diddler. getting them, getting them, and taking pictures and making his own videos and stuff. And yeah, bad. Jeez. So yeah, there's a difference between Jeffrey, Jeffrey Jones. Was like. Goddamn. <laughs> Holy, you are not allowed on. You are the one person not allowed on my island. Holy shit. I can't. I couldn't. I couldn't imagine there'd be anybody too depraved for my island. And here we are, Jeffrey Jones. You were Ferris Bueller, man. You were Ferris Bueller. You, you poop my. Um, so anyway, she uh, she's taping up her hands, taking pain pills. Uh, she gets a picture and burns it. Do we get to see what's on the picture? It was, uh, it was at killed. least I thought it was the dude who got killed. Yeah. That it was her lover. It was the, the spy that got killed by the yeah. best? Yeah. By the best cunt? Yeah. All right. Uh, so then it cuts, and we've got uh, the blonde, and I guess I'm just calling her blonde at this point because we don't have a name. We don't have anything. She's, she's the, just blonde. Uh, atomic blonde. She's the mind. atomic blonde. The titular atomic blonde. The titular. Uh, she's going into the embassy. All titulars. <laughs> With her. Itty bitty very, titulars. They're not itty bitty. They're just, they're very firm. They're very perky titulars. Uh, so now that they're covered underneath a shirt and jacket, she's going into this embassy and into an interrogation room with alien-looking Toby Jones and John Goodman. Like, what is with this he guy? He does look weird, right? He's like a weird-looking dude. He's in a lot of stuff, and I mean, get on him for making a career. It's like Danny DeVito. You look at him and go, oh! And he's I turned it into, into yeah. an entire career and get on him. But He almost looked like that. German guy from Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark, without the glasses. Without the glasses, uh, what, mid-face melting? <laughs> yeah, three-quarters of the way back. Somewhere, somewhere mid-face, like not fully skeletoned yet, but... It's funny you he, mentioned that. I was just like cruising YouTube, and they had the making of that scene on uh, in yeah? Indiana Jones. I thought it was cool. Like gelatin, and they melted it, and it was, it was really cool. Hey, man. It took about eight to ten minutes to actually film that little scene that we saw where his face melted. So that's eight, ten minutes to sped up. Just to let you know. Spielberg, man. Movie magic. Genius. Spielberg had nothing to do with that, by the way. And that's like (laughs) one thing that you, like, yeah, we knew we were going to do that. We didn't know how, he's what he said. We didn't know how we were going to do that. So we called fucking IBM. Was it Stan Winston? Stan Winston was the fucking usual guy that did all the special effects shit. Yeah, but it was. But he called. He basically brought in George Martin to his Beatles to say, "Hey, here's what I want. Make it happen." Yeah, there yeah. you go. There you we go. all give fucking st- uh, Spielberg. And everybody credit. goes Spielberg. Yep. Fuck did he do? All he did is let the fucking soldiers from Aliens to wear their own fucking gear and write their. No, that was James Cameron. Ah, oh, damn it! <laughs> Close to same guy. Same guy. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, no, Spielberg Dang. did all sorts of shit. He gave us E.T., Jurassic Park. I love Spielberg. Yeah, I mean, he's fucking, he's fucking he Spielberg. He Jones, dog. He gave us Indiana, him and Lucas together. Yeah. Those boys. And probably uh, John Williams, too. Raped huh? the shit out well, of Well, and too. John Williams, yeah. I mean, you're not, getting a, you're not getting a Spielberg movie without John Williams making the music. The movie, the yeah. music did seem a little John Williams-y, though. In this one? Yeah. I, but I, I didn't look at it. Who made not, the, I don't remember who it was. Made but the score it, for it. In it between seemed, all the 80s pop well, music that they put, yeah. Uh, I mean, John Williams, that man knows how to write a fucking theme. Thing like Indiana Jones, iconic, Star Wars, iconic, Superman, iconic. I mean, just the, some of the biggest fucking orchestral themes. Fucking A. Well, you know, the next best is Danny Elfman. Yeah, you're right. 
Elfman. I mean, coming from that shit pop band Oingo Boingo. Only a lad. Only a lad. Was it? Had a song, God Bless Little Girls. Little girls. Like, yeah, you get a little bit. They make me feel so good. I love being. Little girls. You get a little bit. Did Epstein commission him to write that song? I I don't know. Jeffrey Jones, maybe, get called him. Like, can you write me a song here, Danny Elfman? I love. And then he did, yeah, then he did. He did Simpsons, and he had a cool idea because he put. You know, they always broke down and Lisa got a little saxophone solo yeah. that changed all the time. So he got each one to count as a different theme. Song. Like it's part of the entire Simpsons theme. So that one little or two second clip of her saxophone bit made it an entirely different Simpsons theme. So he got like fucking 40 or 50 different royalty checks instead of just, you wrote the Simpsons theme, here you go. He wrote oh, like cool. 50 different did, Simpsons uh, themes. I guess, yeah, that would be someone in an orchestra <laughs> doing that. Right, but uh, he, uh, he he made the contract Ooh, on it and he yeah. got, so he... He knew what he was doing. He got the smart business deal. What if it was three deal. songs, so it's the beginning up to the solo, the solo, the solo and, then and then the, the ending. Those are three well, songs. Well, then, then, well, it depends. Did he write out the saxophone solo that the person played, or does the person get to make it up each time? Because if he wrote it out, then he still came up with it. True, and it could still be just two. It could be up to the solo, and the solo stops, and then it becomes the solo slash outro. Right, so, you know, Bill Brasky or whatever, fucking the saxophonist gets the... Gets this little bit for that solo point, yeah. But yeah, then he goes on to... Fucking everything. I mean, Batman and Beetlejuice and all all the things. Elfman's you Elfman's got a lot of great. Hear it. Like he's got like. Oh, for cool sure. Everything. It just sound. always bounces. <laughs> like you're yeah you're you're driving a fucking jalopy car down a busted ass highway into some fucking storm cloud basically, but everything's bright pink somehow, but also cloudy, and it's like. But this, then he's got all the choir ones like. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, but everything's always got to have that bounce, that, like, carnival fucking... Yeah. Here we go. We've unlocked the secret of Danny Elfman. That's it. Edward Scissorhands, man. Oh, fucking Edward Scissorhands. That thing. Johnny Depp was really into seeing Charlie Theron's face all beaten and bruised. Was he? Because you know the, the <laughs> I, <looked at> <laughs> I thought there, I thought you were gonna say there was Charles something Peters. about the two of them specifically, but no, he just likes seeing battered women because that's what he does. Because he's Johnny Depp, and <laughs> and also, did you hear that they have a a new thing where they're arguing about who peed and pooped in the random corners of the house more? Really? It wasn't even like <laughs> you did it. It was who did it more. Johnny Depp and Amber Heard talking about who peed and shit in which corner of the house and who did it more often. Did they have a dog? I mean, I just want to make sure. I would assume they had a dog, but I mean, you could definitely, I would hope anyway, tell the difference between a human shit and a dog shit. I mean, that had to be a. Diary is a totally different story. That's true. That's true. Gross. This is taking a really. Yeah. So anyway, the Charlize Theron movie. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? Uh, So she's in this interrogation room with fucking E.T. himself and John Goodman. And uh, we find out Goodman works for the CIA. And that's all we get of that. And so they start asking her questions, and it flashes back to, in quotes, the beginning. She I, also calls him a cocksucker. Here already? I think so. Is that here? When it's she at says some point in the initial oh, yeah, investigation, yeah. Goes, which comes back around later. But. Which I thought that's what you were going to use as your opening. Cocksucker? Really? This is Atomic Blonde. Oh. <laughs> 
No, I didn't even catch that. Um, but so he ET tells her that uh the agent was found in the river, the secret list was that was hidden in his watch is now missing. <gasps> is that why the guy took the watch? Oh my god, it's so mysterious. <laughs> so she has to go and her contact is James McAvoy, who's what's his name? And this do we even get his name yet? James McAvoy. Well, I mean, is he because he has a few different ones. Is he Percival? Is he, what is he at this point? You know, anyway, it's James McAvoy. So we see him, he's in East Berlin. He's like selling fucking underground Jack Daniels. Yeah. Or like in, for like information or something. Oh, for like yeah. information he's selling. Yeah. Yeah. He's like yeah. giving Jack Daniels for information. And it, so his, he's dealing with this guy. Spyglass is the name who's played by the actor, Eddie Marson, who's from all those Simon Pegg movies, like Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz and stuff. Okay. Uh, he's in a lot of those. He's a very British actress who's so in a lot of the British comedies. But uh, so he's just like, I just want paid. Like, just pay me. And he's like, hey, no list, no pay. Obviously, if I'm paying you for a list, you have to fucking provide the list before I fucking pay you. And um, he says, well, I've memorized it. It's all it's all in my head because obviously that makes him vital. We can't kill him if he's our only access to this list. So he like they're running away and McAvoy has to beat up a bunch of cops and steals their car. Uh, I think he punches someone in the nuts. Is there is there nut trauma here? I believe we have some nut trauma. I don't know if it's in this scene, but there definitely, definitely is, is in this movie yeah. for sure. But so like he ends up setting the cop car on fire and running it directly into the wall as a distraction, so that he can then sneak down a manhole into his underground bunker. Is this just how he goes home every day? I don't know. It's like, is this a thing? Every time he goes home, he has to fucking do some huge-ass distraction to Ninja Turtle his way down this manhole? It's the only way you can get to go home. The guards get on to you when they're like, oh, shit, here comes the 10 o'clock flaming yeah, right. car. It's like, why does it every fucking day? Yeah. The fucking police chief's like, why do we go through so many cars? Seriously. You guys, our budget is getting out of control here. <laughs> It'd be just, just as easy to like have grenades every day and just like carry a grenade with you, fucking, toss it at the wall so it pops. It something all like you can go hide. Yeah, get That's a, a good fucking diversion. get a an M eighty even or just some little thing. Throw it off to the side. Make people go, "What was that?" And then hop down, fucking Raphael down the manhole. That's right. You don't need to fucking keep blowing up cop car anyway. So yeah, I, I, I forgot. I have a nose. Like I gotta go home and take a shit. Better blow up the Hindenburg. You know, distraction. Anyway, it was funny in my head. <laughs> so, she's on a plane. Again, Stoli. Uh, again, unofficial sponsor. Again, please officially sponsor if you want to, Stoli. Okay, well. Why not? No? This, uh, no, I was thinking Smirnoff would be, we can get we can get uh, Smirnoff Ice. That's definitely your favorite drink in the world. Smirnoff Ice? You told me this in confidence, and I probably shouldn't say on the air, but that's your favorite drink. Yeah? That's right. Yeah, uh, yes uh, wait, are, we going, are you going with it? I, thought, I was like, where's <laughs> yes he going with this? That's your favorite drink, isn't it? I love when people surprise me with them, and I have to get down on my Tim Tebow pose and chug the entire fucking thing. You got to go call in Kaepernick and drink that shit? Uh, it's a Tebow. It's a Tebow? It's a Tebow, because you have to... You're not bowing your head down. You're oh, tilting back. Well, that's the difference between a Tebow and a Kaepernick. Well, yeah, the Tebow. Oh, okay, I like also, that. Also, the Tebow came around first, so when icing someone became a thing, you were doing the Tebow. Okay. Which sounds like that should be an 80s dance song. Do the Tebow. Even though Tebow wasn't a thing yet. Do the Tebow. Do the uh, yeah, he was like fucking four at the time. <laughs> anyway, 
So, uh, yeah, we got awful techno, but it's 80s Eastern How Europe. So we're going to think. Feel? Yeah, there were some yeah, remixes oh in there. I was, at first I was like, this is the worst version I ever heard of this song. But then I was like, oh, this is actually the original version of this song. Like, the version we always knew is a remake of the How Does It Feel song, Blue Monday. by Orgy? Yeah, Orgy. They covered it. So since this is set in the 80s, this is the original Blue Monday Anyway, so uh, McAvoy is in the middle of a threesome. He's banging these two chicks when his alarm goes off. He's like, oh, fuck, I'm supposed to go pick up this person from the airport. Uh, so he has to stop the fucking. Well, Got- they, they were all sleeping in after the fucking. I think they, I were, mean, they were asleep. I don't know I they, they were asleep. I thought there was something going on. There's it was all motion. Stuff, probably. There's yeah. probably under the, under the sheets. I mean, yeah, there, I guess, yeah, there wasn't full-on bouncy, bouncy, thrusty, thrusty, but... It wasn't sleeping. He didn't get woken up. He got interrupted, oh. for sure. That's just the way you remember it. And that, that is the way I remember it. That's so the way I remember it. He, he has to go pick her up from the airport. So there's a fake driver that gets her um, because she's already, she likes, she's she's made or yeah, whatever. Made is what they, what they uh, call it. So, so they get there, and they pretend that they're the driver. And she, I mean, she doesn't know. She doesn't know who Percival is. She just needs to get picked up by this person. So he was too busy. Since he was too busy being elbow deep in Poontang, she uh, she got picked up by the Ruskies. And they're cruising along. She notices they're being followed and something is up. And I don't know. She sees the gun in this guy's fucking. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, but she's a spy. She knows she's getting picked up by a spy. So obviously they would have guns, right? Yeah. So it made her think it, we're being well, followed. She She noticed it and then like. He like hit it from her. Yeah, he covered it. He, like, but uh, there was the, also that cutaway where I think she saw the girl on the motorcycle taking pictures too. So she was already aware. Hey, this isn't right. Something, something's, something's off. off. Yeah, but like I don't know. She just sees that they're being followed by by McAvoy. I mean, she doesn't know it's McAvoy yet, but being followed, and she immediately knows I'm in the wrong car somehow. Which I don't know really that, but she takes her fucking stiletto off and stabs this dude in the yeah, fucking no, eye with it. Really, she really knows it when it happens when they speed into a tunnel and it starts getting like dark every little couple seconds, and then she's like, "Okay, this is this is happening." Here stiletto we go. Time. It's stiletto time. And the music also let me know it was an intense. Oh situation. yeah, yeah. She's like, "Oh, the the yeah. soundtrack changed." Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, so yeah. that means something's I happening. Get to work here. So, <laughs> so we get a car fight, and a lot of movies lately have been doing car fights. Like, I don't know why this is a thing. Like, it's it's look how badass you can be in the confined space of a car. Maybe it generally is not done well, and I frankly find it annoying. But it's yeah. a thing that we have to deal with, I guess. But she has a car fight. And the only cool thing is how it starts is when she stabs a dude in the face with her shoe. Yeah. Other than that, like, whatever. Well, she uh, she unbuckled the, the dude's seatbelt yeah. and then ran him into the wall and like ducked behind hers real quick. That was that was pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, there's always something. There's like you always got to shoot the driver and then you protect yourself so that when it wrecks, everybody else gets fucked up and you're good. That's always the yeah, way out of a you car know, fight. She started like after. That's she how took I always out, end a car fight. She took out the first guy and then started working on the driver who was you know preoccupied trying to drive through a tunnel and don't want to... A blinking tunnel, no less. Like, that distracting? Don't want to uh, go out the way of Princess Diana. No, you don't want to pull a die and die. Uh, But there was... At any point, he could have just, like, simply just hit the brakes and she would have gone flying forward. And he could have just, like... 
done something Hit the else. brakes and crank yeah. the wheel. Pull a Tokyo Drift. You're buckled in. She's not. Fucking flap her around the car a little bit. Pull your gun out and shoot her. And there you go. Like, do something other than, I mean, it's just the drivers and this always just the drivers. <laughs> Look, lady, I'm just driving. Look, I'm just driving. Yeah. You deal with the dude in the back. Oh, you already dealt with the dude in the back. Well. Shit. Uh, I'll, I'll just let you out here. Is that, <laughs> yeah. is that cool? Um, so, yeah, she, they flip the car over, right? It ends up flipped over, and she gets out, and McAvoy comes up and um, in a Porsche and gives her back her shoe. She, like, wants to fight him. He's like, no, 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 I brought you back a shoe. I brought you a shoe. Uh, let me get your luggage. And just fucking <laughs> knocks the trunk open since it's upside down. It all falls on the ground. I mean, fucking it was, hell. It was a little legit funny. Um, so then we have a bunch of punks on our, on their knees in like this warehouse. Always got to have a warehouse scene and guy giving a speech about back in the East. This isn't the nineties though. This is the 89. This is the 89. So they're trying to dump their cap a bit, but. Uh, I mean, they're starting it, man. This is, this is what all nineties action movies for like, man, you know what they did in East Berlin in 89? We need to put that shit in movies, bruh. And, I mean, Van Damme's from Europe, so maybe he was aware of it, and he brought it to us. I think if you look closely in some of the frames, you can see him, actually. I think in any movie, if <clears throat> I at least specifically <laughs> look, hard look enough. closely enough, I can see Van Damme in there. You see him doing splits between two, oh, yeah. two fucking pillars. He's he's, <laughs> he's between two. He's uh, he's load-bearing Van Damme. He's, like, helping hold up the integrity he's of the building. He's trussing and shit. You yeah. see along. <laughs> Just smiling and winking and doing the splits, holding buildings up. That's what he. That's how he gets his kicks. Get it? Because he kicks a lot. Boo. All right, all right. So, so this main guy calls one of the punks forward and grabs a skateboard because they have skateboards. And he's like, "You want to have fun? Let's have some fun!" And they put on '99 Luft balloons, and he like makes them start break dancing a bit, like a little bit. Let's have some fun here. And then just starts beating the absolute shit out of this kid with a skateboard. Uh, it's brutal. I like, gets really, really fucking vicious how badly he beats this kid with his own skateboard. Yeah. To no, the happy little go lucky tune of Mel this anti war anthem. Proud of that beating. The what? Mel Gibson would be. Proud oh, Mel of that Gibson beating. would be proud of that beating. <laughs> yeah, he probably would. He uh, he does like his brutal shit. So so they need to find this list. You know, we got to find the list. Here's a picture of Spyglass. He's the guy who has the list, whatever. Like, so now the Russians are after him. Uh, we have a news clip about police using tear, da- tear gas on dogs. On uh, again, there's peaceful demonstrations mm, going yeah. on in East Berlin. Mostly and the, peaceful, and the and the police are using tear gas on dogs against them. Uh, and then we get we get hot chick on the motorcycle. And then I have here's where I have to note the absolute worst version of Blue Monday you will ever hear. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was in the trailer, so you heard it last episode in the trailer for this movie, but that's that's just the original. I had no idea that was the original. Yeah, that's so an 80, what we all know is, is a remake to make it yeah, better. That, that orgy one. Uh, who had ever thought that orgy would have done it? Uh, orgy <laughs> the band, not orgy the act, but orgy the band would have done anything better. But <laughs> here we go. So um, she goes to get the body of the spy. Uh, but there was a mistake with info. I, I don't know what that means. I just have the note of the she mistake with info. She went to get the info. body, and there was uh, a couple numbers off on the passport number, the identification. Is that what it was? For the for the other spy's body? Yeah, so she was there to get the, the body, and they make mention of this later, but 
there was two numbers that weren't right or they were flipped around and they didn't match it. She goes, come on, this is paperwork. And she goes, this is Berlin. We don't make mistakes. Mm-hmm. And um, That's I guess right. she That's did right. it on purpose so she can stay around and figure out who killed. Mm. I, maybe I, wasn't her job just to go pick up the body and like take it back. Well, I thought it was to get the list. I thought it was you had to get the list because that would make sense if she got the body, she'd get the list. Well, right. except they more... knew that the list was already taken. So maybe when she, she knew was she briefed, had to get the list, but she also needed to like make get sure to take body. care of this. Uh, no, take care of whoever killed her lover or whatever, her yeah. former lover. Yeah, I had a hard time remembering because right in right in the middle of this, like that's cutting back and forth with her getting naked and getting into a tub. So I had a hard time. It's hard to follow. Figuring out what was happening, I yeah, got a bit distracted. I, I, it's not easy to follow this movie in general. Yeah, first there were a few times, like in the beginning, probably the first thirty minutes. I was, uh, I was like, man, doesn't doesn't seem good. It's not worth mm. it. It was just kind of slow. Like it built up a it little bit, a slow burn. and then it just dropped. It's like, oh come on, come yeah, on, right, right? Yeah, like oh wow, oh, oh. and then nothing. Oh. Oh shit, Carfa! Oh, <laughs> uh, so then McAvoy's in a room, and they kind of fight a little bit, more like a playful fight. Like they're not actually really trying to get after each other. Um, well, because he got some into sexy banter. Her... This where we get the you can't unfuck what's been fucked the first time. <laughs> That's said a lot in this movie, but uh, yeah. So he says he doesn't know Spyglass. He has no idea who Spyglass is. Last two were there, but. Um, she's gonna help him, or he's going to help her. Sorry, uh, you know, he's her her contact, her her friend, her, her confidant in this adventure. So, mm-hmm. goes into the jeweler. Uh, this apparently is the the uh, the front. Maybe is that uh, like obviously everybody goes in asking for the watch, and he hides important information inside the watches. So this is the guy they go and talk to. So when she goes, I want to watch, he knows exactly what she's talking about. And he's like, come back back tomorrow. Gateway to the east or something like that. And he's like, come back tomorrow before close. Yeah. No, he's not Russian. He's German. He's one of the German guys. in. Oh, yeah. Use your German German accent. I I don't have it. I know, right? I don't either. That's what I told you to do it. (laughs) Come back after closing. Come back after closing. That was German. Right there. Perfect German. Yeah. Come back after closing. Must have just been a... Some something in the the recording made that sound just like a straight American accent. I don't know. We'll check the tape. Yeah. Well, we are number one. <laughs> <laughs> so she breaks into this apartment uh to to sleuth and it cuts again, cuts back. There's a lot of cutting back and forth. Every scene has to be cut with something else. You don't just get a fucking I think scene. Perhaps that's what makes it sort of confusing a bit. Yeah. You know, like why not just tell the story from where it begins and like stop with this whole yeah. jumping forward and like telling you it's 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 lame, I think, in a way. So, like, the interrogation room with E.T. and John Goodman is after everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it started our movie, and it's, like, intercut with. So as she's going through the story, that part of the interrogation is cut in with it. So you're constantly jumping back and forth. And it's, I don't know, like, I know we're supposed to be finding out things as she finds out things. And then... Also, how she's the way she's telling them, or how she's fucking playing with these two guys, interrogating or whatever. But yeah, it's just the the constant jumping back and forth between stuff makes it makes it a bit difficult to follow, and mm-hmm. it's kind of annoying. But I found out a bit about Spyglass. He was snitching on Satchel, snitching on Satchel. Um, so she's trying to find some clues in this apartment when the police shows up, and so she, then she knows. Okay, I've been set up. Like I was told to come here. 
obviously so I could be arrested. And she starts getting ready, and she just, just huge goddamn fight breaks out. She gets a water hose ready. She's, like, beating people up with a water hose for a while, <laughs> using it as a whip. And with it. It she is getting very innovative. Um, turns on some George Michael really loud. Yeah. We get George Michael so that I guess the neighbors don't have to listen cover, to her. Well, probably just to cover her noise moving around in the, the place. It could be. Um, oh, also, there are more cops down on the street, so she doesn't probably want them to know that there's the a beatdown is happening on. up here. Uh, yeah, so even uses a freezer door on a guy, pulls the Jackie Chan. Yeah. Jackie Chan does Rumble that. I think he does it a few times, but yeah, Rumble in the Bronx, Bronx, which is definitely in the rewatch when he fucking, I think he beats up a few dudes with a refrigerator. Dude, his, Even gets a guy <laughs> locked in a refrigerator at one point. His fight scenes are so cool. Dude, he's the fucking master of mm-hmm. random things like the shopping cart, how he leaps in and out of and through a shopping cart mid-fight with like five dudes well, in that really movie. It's really cool that he does all, you know. And he least, does it. I don't know if he does it now. He doesn't have to anymore, but. Yeah, he might not anymore. Where you know, that's like you can really get a good look it, at the face the whole time, because and, it's absolutely him, and that's why he never was able to get insurance. <laughs> yes, they would like you do what? No, he broke his leg or his, his uh, ankle in Rumble uh, in the Bronx, right? Yeah, yeah. You can see like at the end when he's jumping onto the giant hovercraft. One of his shoes is really big. It's because they just painted the yeah, they cast. Painted his shoe on. <laughs> they painted the cast to look like a shoe, it's and he just kept cool. doing it. Yeah, that man's fucking dedicated, man. Nothing bad to say about Jackie Chan. But he doesn't get a fucking good, cool atomic Asian movie. So well, that's been his career for fucking fifty <laughs> years. What are you talking about? Are any of them actually like shot well? You know, dude. Uh, you, on the Bronx I, they're like on, on the VHS wish list quality. Yeah, that was like his break into Hollywood, though. But like, he had. The uh, the police story and police story two are fucking amazing. They're like there's one mall fight scene in the first police story that's like police story. Yeah, dude, that the fucking that. mall fight is just jaw dropping. Fucking the stunt work and everything he does in that. All I know is they absolutely always amazing. Air, uh, pair him with some you know comedian, right? Because that's what happened once he. It's like once Jet Li got into Lethal Weapon 4 and he wanted to get into Hollywood because that's where money is. But then hey, you don't get to do any of the cool shit anymore. Like Jet Li. Used to also be a legit badass, and now he does Hollywood shit. And you got to do, you got to make this stupid movie called War with Jason Statham, and you got to make the one where you fight yourself all the time. Did you ever see the one? Mm-mm. No. Oh my god, it's definitely not in the rewatch. But <laughs> I would, I won't say, I won't recommend it to the listeners. But there is one scene where he has a motorcycle in each hand and fucking Hulk smash style sandwiches another one of himself in between these two motorcycles. That's pretty cool. Mm, okay. But yeah, that's how Jet Li's career went. Uh, no, Jackie Chan has a lot of cool, cool shit. You just need to check out like Legend of Drunken Masters, fucking badass. Yeah, too. but that's all his old stuff. Like I'm talking about, like you want him to have like a high octane Hollywood action series. Yeah, why not? I mean, if anybody could do it, Jackie Chan could. Well, maybe not anymore. He's God, well, he's got to like, be like seventy something, right? To, like choreograph the fights and like make sure that you know you right. Like, listen, you you you. Oh, We're not yeah. gonna have a stunt guy. Listen here, you're getting paid twenty million dollars. You can fucking jump off of the top of this building. Grow up. Yeah, fucking nut up. Tom Cruise does it. Five foot two Scientologist Tom Cruise does all his own shit. He literally hung off the side of a plane and climbed the tallest building in the world. You talk about my man Tom Cruise. He did it. He actually <laughs> did all that. Talk about my man Tom Cruise. He ta- he he studied the Jackie Chan school of acting, <laughs> where you got to do all your own stunts. 
Yeah, man. I did. That's Scientology. He stands tall. Oh, my God. <laughs> turning back. Found a way. Oh, the Scientology recruitment song. Wait for the key change. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's right. They do have a sweet modulation in that song. We stand tall. We stand tall. No turning back. He found All right. So, way. anyway, she's beating up. She's... Hey, Lottie, Lottie. All right. Can we meet? Can we meet him? Is that? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so she Jackie Chan's the guy with the freezer door. Is what I'm trying to say. Uh, and then she does this cool thing where she throws or wraps the hose around a dude's neck, and then leaps off the balcony, so that as he catches, that's what uh, that's what John McClane's her back into the building. She pulls John a diehard. Right? He yeah. probably worked better than an office chair. Well, no, he because he had the fire hose. Just, right, but having a human weight versus an office chair probably worked better, right? He didn't have an office I chair. I thought he did. No, he was on the roof, and he had like the emergency fire hose that was oh, up on that the roof. Was tied in, okay. And yeah. It's been a while since I've seen that. And hard. then it came loose right as he, you know, because he like broke through the window and was laying there going, oh my God. And then it was falling and pulling him out and he uh, had to untie the fire hose and all that. Anyway, so she, John McClane's back into the building because of the fire hose around the guy's neck or the garden hose. Um, so she's starting to walk away as the, uh, these other the street cops are like, hey, what's going on? And she pulls her mask up because COVID. Yeah, that's it. And then lots oh, of right. nut trauma. And then definitely <laughs> nut trauma. She beats the absolute shit out of these two cops <laughs> in like three seconds flat. I mean, it's it's impressive. And I know these movies are it's choreographed and it's stunt work and it's a lot of stuff, but I do appreciate a well done fight scene. And this yeah, one is too. this one is well done. And it looks legit. It, it looks more legit than the massive like her versus ten dudes in the apartment we just finished with. <laughs> uh, it was really cool. So then she goes to see McAvoy and he tries to explain himself, and he's wearing this badass fur coat. That's all I could think of was he's sitting there like this big old fucking fur coat, and I'm like, he's very Tyler Durden because he's not really say, wearing, yeah. wearing anything. It's just like his wardrobe is so erratic and what the fuck ever. It's very Tyler Durden of him. You're not your fucking khakis. You're not your fucking khakis, but I am this fucking fur coat. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he's trying to like explain um, why he lied. I ha- She's not buying his shithole bun act? What's a bun act? I don't understand what that note means. I think there was a typo now. I don't get it, but she's not buying his like bun, bum, bum. Maybe yeah, I meant like, bum. Like he's just like willy nilly, and I like, don't know anything. And look at me, I live in um, destitution, and I don't yeah, have boxes everywhere. Um, so jeans. she needs to know what the Russians know. He's like, no, would, this isn't a thing. But she needs, she wants to know. So she goes, she goes out to the club. Is this the club that that uh, that the hot girl her friend owns? No, no. Okay, she hasn't. So met she her meets yet. the hot girl okay. first. That's right. And she orders delicious stoli on ice. Mm-hmm. Official, Official sponsor, sponsor of a rewatch party. That's right. So there's this guy trying to hit on her. They talk in multiple languages, you know. And She's like, I don't feel like talking German. Tonight. I don't. Yeah, I don't feel like speaking German. Oh, British? Were you hoping I was Swedish? So uh, she knows more languages than him, shoots him down real quick. And this lady comes in and calls the guy off. Uh, a very exotic-looking French woman. Yep. Uh, and she, oh, she's like, we haven't seen each other in a long time, and we need to catch up, so if you could just fuck right off, that'd be great. Um, and he looks at her, he looks at Blonde, and says, Berlin is, Berlin is a small place, and I'm sure our paths will cross again. 
So there's that. Uh, Berlin's say- a small p- place. Like he, you could really take that out of. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you could definitely take it as a as a bit of a threat. Berlin's a small which, place. Which I guess, spoiler alert, it, it it was. But he delivers it in a way. It's like, hey, hot chick. Yeah. I'll probably see you at a club again because it's East Berlin and there are like two of them. And that's honestly. what we do. <laughs> this is it. It's like there are four buildings left standing and two of them are <laughs> nightclubs. So I'm going to see you again. Um, and so Savior Lady, as I call her, invites her to this other club that her friend owns. And she's like, no, nah, I really can't go. Maybe tomorrow. Yeah, whatever. So she goes back to the jeweler because it's the next day and her watch is ready. Uh, so this is where she gets her spy conf- contact, her info. Uh, and she finds out McAvoy has her bugged. He's been listening to her somehow. And I, I don't remember how I was, I don't know, he found out. Because she knows she found something inside her coat. That's not till later, That's though. like way later. That's later, later. later. Uh, but I, I have the note here. She, she knows she's bugged. And I don't know how she knows she's bugged. I don't think no, she no, knows no. yet. What happened is that the only person that knew I was going to that apartment was fucking this guy. Mm-hmm. Right? It was uh, fucking Percival. So she's like really suspicious of him in the first place. Like, the, why are the cops there? Yeah. Like how? Well, how do they keep knowing where I am? I don't know. I again, I have no idea what. I, something made me write the note. She knows she's bugged. She doesn't trust him for sure. Something's up with him. So she has to go meet a contact on the other side of the wall, and she does get through. She does get through, but she. The guard immediately calls someone and is like, yeah, that's totally her. Like, she's made, the guard knows who she is, lets her in and calls people. Hmm. She's here. You didn't catch that? No, no I must no. have missed that she, one. She walked through the passport place and... The guy at the gate? What's your business here? And, like, if you're not back in, like, six o'clock Oh, it's six, yeah. Uh, yeah. You'll, you'll be arrested. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But as soon as she walks off, he gets on the phone. Mm. Oh, I missed that. And call someone like, oh, she's here. Well, he probably didn't want to stop her because he's like, hey, she's, it says on here, she likes to do nut trauma. Uh, Yeah. He's like, I'm just going (laughs) to pass that on to the next guy. I appreciate my batteries where they are. So I'm going (laughs) to. Do not engage nut trauma. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going, I'm going to call other people. You know, I was told to notify boss man if she comes by. I'm just going to go ahead and notify boss man (laughs) and my nuts are staying behind this counter. I'm not looking for a promotion at this time. No. (laughs) <laughs> I'm looking for promoting my nuts into tomorrow. That's what I'm doing. That's right. So uh, she goes into a theater because she's being followed. Mm-hmm. And she catches on. So she like starts darting and she darts through a door and into a theater. Sets off the fire alarm as a distraction. Um, changes her coat. You know, trying to, trying to, but still has to get into a big fight. It fights, is it two or three guys here? She grabbed some keys, didn't she? Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, she does the old, uh, she does the old woman walking home at the end of the night brass knuckle tactic where you yeah. put your keys through your fingers. Uh, stabs a dude through the fucking cheek with them, too. Like, oh, God, getting your cheek punctured with. Oh, oh. And he spit. left them there. Oh, he did. He a majority of like, it. Like, they fought for a bit and he's just jingle jangling, like, hey, what, uh, what's it, Mr. Tambourine Man, this jingle jangle morning? <laughs> I come fighting with <laughs> this you. jingle jangle morning. I keep fighting with you. So, <laughs> so yeah, she fights with she fights these dudes, and he fucking like he fucking chest kicks her, and goes through the the theater the movie screen. Oh yeah. Um, 
Which, I mean, pretty awesome. I like that it's realistic enough to the point where she's not always just kicking everyone's ass, that she gets her ass beat pretty hard by right. dudes that make O.J. Simpson proud. God damn it. Is that because she's blonde? Is that... <laughs> Are you going with that? Hey, man, God. he was proven uh, innocent in court, okay? Yeah. Good, that glove didn't fit. That's right. Ike Turner would have been proud. Oh, wouldn't he have been? Now, he would have been pissed. What are you doing with a white woman? Come on, OJ. What are you doing with a white woman? Oh, wait. It's Ike Turner. What are you doing with a white woman? I can't get, low, I can't get bassy enough to be Ike Turner. I don't, I don't have it in me. I don't have enough man in me. Oh, wait. That sounded wrong. <laughs> just wait till after the show, buddy. <laughs> okay. So, uh, he kicks her through the screen into out into the audience yep. area, and then she's able to finally hide and get away, and they lose her. Uh, so she meets a new contact on the rooftop, and uh, so and that's the contact she gets from the watchmaker. That's right, right. And so now Macav Macav or there's another guy trying to get a watch, and the watch well the, the watch the official watch that's got the list in it, right? And th- well, someone goes back to visit the watch guy, and he's like, eh, nah, eh. right? Remember that? Well, no, doesn't the Russian come into the watch store and say, you know, I've got this very, you know, good mm. watch or whatever? The yeah. watch filled He's with like secrets. A... Yeah, filled with, filled with secrets. Yes. Yeah, and the watchmaker was like, do you mind if I inspect the merchandise? And the guy was like, fuck, no. yes, I oh, That's mind. right, I fucking mind. You just tell them I'm open for business. Bell talk or whatever is open for business. Uh, yeah, so now the next day, Charlize goes to the French Girls Club. That's right. All right. Uh, like and so they're, girls. huh? <laughs> Draw me like your French girls. Me, why, why did you make Kate Winslet sound like <laughs> fucking gold there? What the hell is that? Just playing jazz with it, man. Draw me like one of your French girls, my precious. <laughs> uh, so yeah, they're super flirty, flirty. It's like, I've been dying to ask you a question. Oh, and what's she that? moves making in. out immediately. That's a hell of a question. Yeah. Just, just straight making out. And then they move into a stairwell and just start making they're the going they're stall. going for it uh and then all of a sudden charlie's pulls out a gun she's got the guy she finds the she gun finds it the- on the french girl yeah and uh french girl knows who she is like i I know you know, whatever i mean i still want to totally fucking scissor but I, mean, I know who you are they call that tripping they do call that tripping yeah you, or scissor sisters yep uh what else I, I, uh, man porn hub is so educational Shearing. shearing. Well, I've never heard of shearing. <laughs> grinding is, is usually a grinding, pruning, pruning, <laughs> pruning, trimming hedges, cutting coupons. Oh my god! <laughs> that one's lost. You know. Yeah, that doesn't. That don't have coupons anymore. That didn't last so much. It kind of went changed with the times. So getting haircuts. No, getting couples' haircuts. Just, uh, just really trying to run with the scissors here, huh? Yeah, a little weird owl running with scissors. Yeah, yeah, you're not supposed to run with scissors. Oh. Doing a couple weird owls to each other. Couple. Of, I'm sure weird owl would appreciate the fact that you were trying rubbing. to make his name mean lesbians rubbing their crotches together. You're welcome. Yeah, a little muff rubbing. A little muff rubbing. There you go. <laughs> a little tete a tete. Doing a little doffing of the caps. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> uh, so woo, woo, yeah. So uh, 
this scene actually does cut to them straight up fucking That's in right. a bed. Mm-hmm. So not only does this movie give you naked Charlize Theron, but it gives you lesbian naked Charlize Theron. Ooh. And for everybody that's wanted to see Charlize get it on with another, it's pretty graphic. It's a fairly, it, this isn't any of that Top Gun sex scene bullshit. That's my go-to for shitty sex scenes. Cause that's the <laughs> stupidest sex scene ever put in a fucking movie. I don't know. Have you seen The Room? <laughs> <laughs> At least you can see it. Top Gun was just like fucking staring into a can of blue paint. You can't see shit in that. It's fucking stupid. You can see the curtains. I guess you can <laughs> kind of vaguely see the source of light. And it was added after the fact. Like they were done with the movie. Tom Cruise and fucking what's her name and moved on to their next project and were called back to film the sex scene. Ooh. And they had already like changed their hair and appearance for the next role, which is why they just had to blue wash the shit out of it. So you couldn't see them until they didn't look the same at all. So it's like... At that point, why put it in the movie? You got this fucking 80s blockbuster that looks like an 80s movie, and then this fucking five-minute scene of just blue paint on my TV screen. It's just, <laughs> God, I hate it so fucking much. <laughs> Take my breath away. Is that the song that they use it? Yeah, it is That really gets them going. Hey. So anyway, in this one, you actually get to see what's happening because it was actually part of the story, not an afterthought. So it looks like part of the movie. Um, anyway, come back to the interrogation and, and they're like, so you made contact? Obviously. Did she have any information? Um, I don't know if she had a snarky comeback to that, but mm. she withheld that information. She was, she, yeah, she, sorry. Her I mouth mean, she was got busy. something. Yeah. She definitely she got, got something. something. Well, when they she's like, her, I got mine. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know about her, but I definitely got my information. Yeah, yeah. What are we talking about here? (laughs) (laughs) I think one of them even do the old figure in the collar, like, oh, oh, get hot hot. here. I'm going to let some of the steam out. Yeah, I'm steaming so much that I got (laughs) to vent it out of my shirt a bit. (laughs) 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 Old E.T. over there, I need to phone home about that. Oh, all right. Sorry. Uh, so Reese's Pieces. <laughs> I need her Reese's Pieces. <laughs> um, <Yeah>. So <laughs> I love Reese's Pieces. I love them, too, but I don't know if I'd eat them out of somebody. Out of somebody? I I don't know. I've never I've never got and uh, never eaten something out of somebody. There was this is this is confirmed in high school. Um in Beloit, Kansas, of all places, like you wouldn't usually think small farm town would have crazy shit, but anybody fucking ostrich? Nobody. Fu- we didn't have any ostriches. Allegedly. <laughs> there was some sheep action, though. Oh. Uh, but a dude ate macaroni and cheese out of his girlfriend's vagine. Yeah. Like I think he let it cool out down. of it. He, he let it cool down. Like he just ate put it macaroni off of, or I, I, like. Put it in, uh, you know, and then because at, the t- at the time I wasn't as as curious, I guess it. So I didn't get a lot of detail, but it it was confirmed by by her even that that's gross. Mac dude. and cheese play was the thing. It um, came in macaroni and came out macaroni and cheese. Oh, <laughs> it went in like hard noodles, and you it gotta was all squeeze boiled the cheese in. in. <laughs> oh boy, you gotta add the cheese. Ooh, she added her own chifamunda. It's a bit nutty from all the. Years. Oh God, <laughs> damn. <laughs> At that point, she's just making her own noodles. Yeah, and then you make some bread, too, with all yeah. that yeast. 
Oh my god! Fucking quarantine sourdough. <laughs> <laughs> Where is this episode going? What is even happening? Okay, so anyway, yeah, the French lady told her nothing. This is where we find out the CIA was brought in to check on her because they thought she was either failing or going rogue or something. So they brought the CIA in. John Goodman meets her on the Berlin Wall. Basically says, you met this woman, but you can't trust her. Like, I know you you like this chick, but you, you, can't, you can't trust her. Something may come down the line uh, that will meet with her disinterest. Is you can trust her as much as you trust Tanya Harding not to bash on. What are you just looking at 90s court cases and trying to tie it in here? Don't you, t- don't you try to, re- to reveal my, my secrets? Trust her as much as you trust Tanya Harding not to hire someone to bash your kneecaps with a nightclub. <laughs> Is that your joke? Is that what you're going for? I was. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, it's weird because his words are, something may come down the line that will meet with her disinterest. Which is an odd way of saying it, but uh, he hands her some papers. Now McAvoy has the watch, which means he has the list. He sees that Satchel is on it, and as of now, Satchel is the French girl. That's what they're calling the French girl, anyway. So oh, he they calls. Think she's Satchel. He calls Charlize. Says we got to meet, and then she finds out about she finds out about Spyglass. I thought you said you didn't know him. Uh, I, lied. I lied. Sorry. Also, can we call that act of tripping? Can we call it satchin? Satchin. Snatchin. 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 <laughs> oh my God. Welcome to the rewatch party. Not safe for work. Sorry, Mom. I'm kidding. Mom doesn't listen. Um. So, anyway, I was lying about Spyglass. Uh, I do know him, and we have to get him across the wall. So, inter- the interrogators tell her that McAvoy had called him, called them. Which like, again, because it's cutting back and forth so much, it's really weird. But, yes, he called us and said that he had the list. And we're wondering why, why you didn't tell us, or why he didn't tell you. Like, how is he calling us to say he has the list and you didn't know about it? Like, what the fuck are you even doing there, then? So... She's back with Satchel, and she knows, like, she knows she's going to get set up. Like, this, I'm supposed to help him get Spyglass across the wall. Uh, I know that he's he's got a scheme here. Like, this isn't actually what this is. Um, so, yeah, there, that's just her little, an, another night of banging before I potentially go die. A little night of Ellen DeGenerasing? <laughs> yep. Well. Little night of Rosie O'Donnelly. A little Porsche de Rossi. A little Porsche. A little portion of Porsche. Ooh. Oh, ooh. there it oh, is. There it is. The cap to that one. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So now, her and McAvoy uh, are. Percival. Percival. They're on, the, they're on the east side visiting a room of hackers. They they find like all these people at the computers. One literally is playing Tetris. One of them's playing Tetris. Straight yep. up old school Tetris. Because that was a Russian game first. Everybody get it. That's why the buildings look that way. And that's the theme song and everything. Get it. Mm-hmm. Get it. Do you get it how witty this movie is? Um, so Spyglass is hiding out in there and they're getting them ready to move across. And so then she's saying it should have been smooth. 
whatever went wrong was done on purpose by someone from the inside. Ooh. <gasps> Who could it be? So they're about to go across, and then all of a sudden McAvoy brings Spyglass's family in. Yeah, wife and daughter. Wife and daughter, or two, right? Or two kids? Or two, two no. kids? Just the one. It's just the one? It's been a week. Um, yeah, so, I mean, he's obviously fucking this up. You know, uh, the plan was the two of them getting this man across. And now we're bringing in the family, we're bringing in collateral, we're bringing in, you know, uh, this is, this, these are factors that we got to consider now. And you, you're, you're really fucking this up here. Well, and they've been so, building up to, there's been the protests going on that they're going to use them as the guys. Right. To they're going to use, out. yeah, yeah. There are a lot of protests going on. We can use that as a distraction. Mm-hmm. We have to do it during this one protest because everything, everybody's going to be looking there. And we can use that distraction to sneak him across. But now you got our whole family. Like, what the fuck? So he's he's going to take the family. And now Charlize has to take Spyglass by herself. And that's exactly how he's fucking her. Not literally. But everybody's trying to kill Spyglass. And I'm putting you with him. And I want you to have that fucking issue and probably die. And I don't think he even takes the family anywhere. I don't remember, but I think like it's it's all basically just sending her out with Spyglass to fucking get killed. He already has the watch. He doesn't give a fuck about Spyglass anymore either. Fucking let them both get killed. Yeah. Fuck it. Uh, so they're walking along with this protest, and she knows they're going to be snipers. You know, she's very aware. She's very alert. Um, and as they're getting close to this point, you know, she's she's pulling the old Bruce Campbell. Wait, hold, hold. Until the right point where she signals and all these people throw their umbrellas open. I thought that was him that, that signaled that, like he whistled. No, she did it. She said something, right? That's how I saw it. I or think I he whistled. Uh, no, she set that up. Oh, she yeah, did? she set that up. Yeah. Oh. Because um, he was like, this wasn't planned. She was like, well, I yeah. planned it. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, I missed that. So then. a bunch of umbrellas so the snipers can't get a, a good shot, which is a cool move. Yeah. Because it was it a rainy day and it, it was totally effective. Um, but one of them still gets a shot off. Spyglass still gets shot. Oh, it's McAvoy. That it's McAvoy that shot out, him, and he straight up shot Spyglass. He does a little James Bond action with the like, under the arm, kind of under, under the, the arm, arm, sneaky little little move. Um, and so she's like dragging, well, not dragging at this point, but like leading this hunched over, stumbling shot man into this building, and she puts him at the foot of the stairs, and she runs upstairs. Now, how did she pick this building? Because she knows this building is is infiltrated. She knows this is the building where the shot, where the snipers were or something, because she knows she's going to have to fight a bunch of people. She saw the, used the mirror to, like, see that that window looks like a crack that a sniper could have been in, so she goes right for it. Yeah, she, like, drops him at the bottom of the stairs and heads up, and she knows it's going to happen. Gets in the elevator, like, prepping herself. As soon as it opens, immediately starts blasting at people. Like, she's fucking fully aware. Uh, starts shooting, and then a huge fight. This stairway fight... is a big one. It's pretty fucking awesome. And a lot of it, like, the way it was shot, really long scenes. Yes. Like, yes, that's yes. one thing I was like... I realized, like, holy fuck, this has still been the same cut. The same shot, yeah. yeah. A lot of impressed that. impressed by that. This. Praise the cameraman. Yeah, I like that's that it. in this movie, that it's her, not her just getting beat up all the time, or <laughs> that she's beaten up all the time. I like it when they do a little Ray Rice action on her. Would you close that fucking website for God's sakes? 
no, I, I do appreciate how they treat her like any other action star. So it's not, you can't hit women. She gets beat up pretty she good. She gets beat one. up pretty good. Eminem and, was proud of it, wrote a rap about it. <sighs> Thank you. Made Eminem jealous. Uh, he decided to. Bitch, no, I'm gonna kill you. Me. You don't want to fuck um, with me. No, but the fight scenes are great, and and it's it's believable. Like it's it's more ground, and which is a trend that action movies are taking now. Like John Wick does it for sure, where there's there's more like grappling, and and it's not a giant super kick that knocks a dude up off his feet through a wall. It's just it it it's more grounded. It's more believable. Uh, the the antagonist gets hit just as much as the protagonist and it's 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 you know there's more back and forth and it, it it's cool and the, i mean this fucking fight the stairwell fight scene is fucking great really and we're cool. gonna watch trust me guys we're gonna go through a lot of there's fight scenes stairwell fight scenes or just not necessarily oh, okay. there will be stairwell fight in fact there's one in a tony john movie called the protector that is i think a 10 minute one continuous shot as he goes up a giant spiral staircase, I think ten stories, like just fighting people all the way up. One shot, just whew. He had to do it five times. Woo. And he's pretty exhausted. Imagine that cameraman hauling yeah. that fucking camera up them stairs, following that shit in and out of rooms on the way. Just one pretty epic stairway fight scene. But uh, we're gonna have a lot of fight scenes in this rewatch, and this is this is a good one. This is a, this is a top notch fucking action bloody fight scene and i appreciate it um she she takes a knife off this guy off this guy and stabs him right in the back one dude tries to get up and like just she's kicking people down the stairs it's fucking awesome she falls down the stair gets thrown down the stairs at one point I and mean, it's just it's like a, a real guttural brutal brawl as opposed to a highly choreographed martial arts fight. Yeah, I like it when she stabs the dude in the back and he can't reach it. Yeah, <laughs> it's in that like area. A <laughs> two brute, trying to get the knife out of his back. No, Caesar joke. All right, so she <laughs> fucking runs down and gets Spyglass. Like, okay, I'm glad that you're still here, cowering, you little bitch. And I just like took out all these people. Well, he's kind of been shot. He has been shot, but still. Uh, so there are more guys, and she kind of beats them up really quick. Uh, I like there's always short-range gunshots. Like, we're hand-to-hand combating, but also my gun's right here. So I'm going to lock up your wrists and then put the gun directly to your head. You know, very short-range fight-slash-shooting kind of style, which they tried to do in this movie called Equilibrium. And I think it was called Gun Kata, even. Like, they thought they were going to invent a whole new form of martial arts. Where you like hand to hand with guns, man, didn't play out so well. But now the the John Wick and Atomic Blonde choreographer guy, he worked it out. Don't worry, you got to figure it out finally. Um, they get into this apartment. She has a shootout again, and then another fight because this fucking keeps going. So there's a, like another big ass fucking fight in here, and I do like not only are the actors seeming more exhausted, like she is. Yeah. She is just dragging and and showing the fact that she's done all this. Because a lot of action movies, you know, oh, we've cut. Now we're out of the stairwell. Now we're in an apartment. They're all fresh and ready to go again, you know. And so I like that. But also it seems the camera work is getting shakier, you know, like it adds to the just sheer exhaustion of, of everything. So uh, another big-ass fight. And uh, not so much skill anymore. 
You know, well, we're, take we're time to get up. Just and then and we're just trying to trying stand to steady and yourself. Just, and yeah, the, we're we're going off instinct at got this a, point. A corkscrew was it or was a, it an ice, ice pick? pick? And she fucking gets the blonde guy. This blonde guy who's kind of popped up here and there throughout the movie. He's definitely a big henchman. He's, in the, it. he's the big bad guy. And you can she, tell by the hair. By the hair, yeah. He's he gets the Johnny Bravo haircut, <laughs> and fucking she <laughs> ice picks him her. right in the throat and goes, "Am I a bitch now?" Which is pretty awesome because he kept calling her a bitch during the fight, so that was pretty sweet. Yeah, or it should have been who's the bitch now, but you know what? He, Got Char- him, Charlie's. You you get your own tough line. Um, so she was it. She takes a cop car and tries to drive away, and Blondie's back. The guy she just fucking stabbed with the ice pick, and shoots him through the windshield like she's inside the car. Shoots him. Oh yeah, because they get in front of him. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Shoots him, and then. And then hits the brakes, so he falls off the front. That's another fucking thing we've seen quite a few times on the rewatch. And then right? runs him over. And just like a Braxis. <laughs> I did not like this part. That's they right. There me. he is. <laughs> I, I, I feel that I did it better in a Braxis, and they're, they're just copying. The they're fight copying scenes were not realistic at all. Well, there weren't no any po- trees to blow up. There either. were no exploding. At no point did anybody grab the opponent by the foot and push them slowly to the ground as a fatal move. Yeah, I call bullshit. Bullshit. Call bullshit. So yeah, she shoots him through the windshield and slams on the brakes. So he falls off the front of the car and then she runs his ass over. Another car comes in behind. So now we're doing the, the car chase. You got to have a car chase. Uh, so they, they're going through blah, 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 race along, whatever. She fucking makes it through this intersection. The pursuer doesn't gets fucking hit oh, by a truck, get hit by the truck, hit yeah. by a truck. And, uh, she's like, fucking stop. Like, okay, fuck it. All right. And then boom, she gets hit by a car and knocked into a lake. Yeah. So now she's in a fucking car sinking in a lake with Spyglass, who's shot, and is also, I mean, he's a, let's face he's a bitchy little British guy. Yeah. He's not, not cut out for that kind he's of... He's definitely not made for she's this She's trying lifestyle. to rescue him, but his foot is stuck. Yeah, he's caught, and he just gives, he's just like, nah, I'm shot, I'm bleeding out, I'm done. And he just gives up, and she sees him die, and she's like, well... See ya. Fuck it. And then she gets out too sweet and swims off. Uh, so she, they, they think she's failed... Right, we cut back to the interrogation. Like, so you failed. And she's like, no, motherfuckers, you sent me into the fucking lion's den. I was made before nest, I even landed I there. Oh, hornet's nest was she. But, like, they knew who I was and when I was coming before I even fucking got there. Like, I didn't even have a chance. Um, then we cut back because it's fucking confusing. But uh, she's so she's back and she's searching her room for a bug. Like, how has he bugged me? How does he know what mm-hmm. I was doing? Uh and we hear the walls coming down, like the noose is on. So yeah. as she's searching for it, you get to hear the, that the wall is coming down. And she finds the bug in her coat. And a uh, French girl knocks at the door and is like, you have to get out of here. He set us both up. This is all a setup, the whole thing. Um, so she runs off to McAvoy's place, finds his arm cast. And we never mentioned he had his arm in a cast this whole time. He takes it off at least once. He does. Yeah, there was, there was at time least one two. time in there. I was like, is his arm really broken? What's nah. going on with that? Nah, it's just a thing he's doing. Right. He's pulling a Ted Bundy. All right, hey. Pretending to be. It worked for Ted. It, wor- it did work for Ted. It worked a lot for Ted. <laughs> it worked more than it should have for Ted. And it worked for <laughs> Buffalo Bill in Silence of the Lambs. And it worked for James McAvoy in Atomic Blonde. Um, so his cast is sitting there. And uh, 
was it the tape of her in French Girls Convo or the memory? Either way, she knows he's going after her. All right. So anyway, she has that that vision of him (laughs) saying, like, if I wanted to follow you, you'd never know. Um, Let me take your coat. And that's when she like. Right. That's when he plants it. Mm-hmm. Then um, she rips open the collar because I don't know how you wouldn't feel an electronic thing in your collar. Yeah, I mean, because it had a quite a long cord on it. Yeah, like it wasn't a tiny, you know, spy movies is always this tiny, itty bitty little thing you can hide in a button. It's 89, dude. Yeah, I know it was 89, but this is like this is this is like more bulky than the fucking bug they pulled out of Neo in Matrix. This is a honking fucking thing. Um, anyway, so McAvoy's trying to kill her. Uh, so she puts a knife in his back. He smashes her face with the phone. Yep. Big old, old school fucking landline phone. Those big yep. blocky fuckers. Remember, remember that big shit? Big old fat phone. Those legitimate phones that, God forbid, you got in a long conversation. You were stuck in that corner of the room. And they even made like super long coiled cords so you could roam around a little bit while you're on the phone. Anyway. I know what you mean. So she smashed him in the face with those. Um, tries to move to Anne. Oh yeah, so they fight anyway. She she gets out and James looks directly at the camera and yeah. goes, "Who won? And what was the game anyway? Like, why the fuck are you breaking the fourth wall?" Right? I said the same movie? thing. I'm like, what, what? What's up with that? What the fuck is that all about? That makes no well, goddamn sense. We find sense. out what who he's talking to. Hmm. Well, don't we find out who he's talking to? We do. Are we not talking about uh, Cruci- uh, Percival saying? I guess no. This is like right after their fight when she escapes. <coughs> he like looks at the camera and talks directly to us. Mm. I must have missed that. Mm. So she just randomly talks to the camera. No, yeah, McAvoy does. He just talks to the camera. Like he looks at the audience and is like, "Who won?" And what was even the and game? What was the game anyway? Yeah, like, he's weird. talking to a homegirl right before he fucking, right before she... Uh, Blonde? Yeah. No, it was after she left. She escaped, and then he does it. He's She's already gone. But it's like a flash forward. It's not like a what happened directly after that, was it? Yeah. Because there's that part where like she the dies, same scene, and she's all, he, he takes care, uh, he... Uh, he gets in a fight w- with a homegirl real quick at the end, right? Yeah, but we're not like, there. This is like they fight. She smashes his face with the phone and gets out. And then he looks at the camera. talking about he smashes Frenchie's face, tries to James Browner and fucking. <laughs> James Browner. Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> no, this is when him and Bond were fighting. Uh, yeah, you're, I think you're a little far ahead. Yeah. Right now. So he has a monologue saying he realizes he was on the wrong side. Like, holy shit. I was I was on the like you fight for this side the whole time and realize you're on the wrong side or you go with this ideal the whole time and realize it was the wrong one and then he screams I fucking love Berlin like great good yeah. for you buddy um, and then he gets shot and it's Atomic Blonde that shoots him Charlie that's shoots who him. he's talking to these are different scenes what yeah I don't believe it was I think it was I don't think so so she confronts him there she uh he says spyglass was a liability so he had to get rid of him he's trying to get rid of him and that's what that was all about mm-hmm. uh and he uh, I don't have the list I don't I don't have the list anymore but she takes his watch anyway because obviously we know the list is in the watch um she calls him comrade satchel and she's like you're gonna play that game huh yeah we know who really satchel is you fucking b-word 
That's right. Uh, because he's been Percival the whole time, but now she knows he's actually Satchel, and she's like, it's double pleasure to deceive the deceiver. Which is also a line he said to her earlier. Earlier, when they first met. I when think. they first met, he's like, I think I love you. And she goes, oh, God. I think which I is, love you. Which is another trailer moment. But yeah, and then she just fucking shoots him right in the head. That's right. Square in the face. Maybe the back of the head. I don't know. In the head. Yeah, that's who he's talking to the fourth, ca- breaking the fourth wall to. He's like, who won? But it wasn't, no, because yeah, these are separate a- scenes. Like, mm-hmm. there's definite delineation between these two scenes. No. No, not the way I. Well, that's it. that's how well done this movie is. I watched listeners. it yesterday. When did you? Watch? <laughs> I watched it yesterday, just a few hours okay, ago. Okay, I did, you did watch it? it like a week and a half ago. Son so, of a bitch. All right, all right. I'm about to. You're gonna pull it up, Gary Busey. You. Oh, gee, what you're gonna get in a motorcycle wreck? <laughs> <laughs> Gary Busey and uh, and J- James Ventura, James Ventura, Jesse Ventura. <laughs> we have the same voice. Gary Busey just got in a fucking motorcycle wreck and went absolutely insane. <laughs> That's pretty good. There you go. That's all Gary Busey does. Right? He didn't have any scandal. He didn't beat anybody up. He just fucking beat his brain up He was arrested for domestic pavement. violence Did, in 99 in 2001. After, after the motorcycle wreck, man. I'm not Gary Busey anymore. That's right. But those teeth. Just, just looking at a list of domestic abusers and trying to tie <laughs> yeah. them in. Is that, what, is that what's going on over there? <laughs> Don't you Mickey Rourke me? Oh, fuck. <laughs> Also get into a wreck and have horrible fucking plastic surgery that makes you look like a goddamn alien. Is that what you mean? That's right. Because that's what Mickey Rourke did. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, you know that's exactly what I mean. Is the wrestler in the watch party? No, it's not. I, I used to actually own that, and it's pretty good. I, I would recommend it for people who haven't seen it, but I don't even remember why I used to own it. But I don't have it anymore, and I don't miss it. That's too bad. It was fine. It was a good movie. Yeah. He he was convincing as a washed up wrestler. He's an Iron Man, right? Didn't you have He's Iron an Man? Iron Man too. Yeah. 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 He is in two. Uh, so yeah, she. He's a crazy Russian to sort of tie into this. Uh, That's right. He does play a crazy Russian a that figures nod. out Stark's technology and makes enemy robots. Yes. I don't have a good Russian. This is what you. is what happened. What happened? Okay, so Very they're nice. mad that she killed an officer of the crown. Apparently, McAvoy was a a British cop officer of the Crown, right? Right. Uh, so she's like, I just did my fucking job. She has pictures of him meeting with the enemies, which he does at one point. After he gets the watch, he meets with the Russians and talks, like, talks to them. So she's like, he's obviously a fucker, uh, so don't worry about it. And then, and then they're like, well, you were supposed to find Satchel, and you killed Percival. And Percival was Satchel. Come on. Come keep on, up guys, with it. Keep up. Ugh. So then, like, their boss comes in, and he's like, yeah, we've just decided to bury this whole thing. We're just going to sweep yeah, it all on the rug. None of this ever happened. That's that person that was uh, not that was supposed to be there, and who she kept looking over at the mirror. At. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, if you're in an interrogation room and there's a mirror in it. You know somebody's watching. 1,000% that's a two-way mirror, and there's somebody on right. the other side. And C is the person who initially gave her the mission. Ah, okay. So he's like, look, we did throw her into the fire. Turns out the fire was a different fire than we thought, and she still came out of it. We're just gonna, we're just gonna fucking lick our wounds on this one. It's a wash. Yeah, get, get. So this mission never happened. This conversation, especially, never took place. None of this ever happened. She's like, I have a lot of bruises and lost blood and fucked up body parts, but sure, whatever you say, it never fucking happened. 
so three days later in Paris, she's brunette now. Mm-hmm. She's Atomic Brown. Atomic Burnett. I took one of those this morning. Atomic Brown. Okay. <laughs> All right. I see what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> Good old poop joke. That's why it's it's it. I just I work better mm-hmm. when things I, when I try to write out jokes. It's always bad. It's need, bad. They need to be worked out a bit. It, uh, you know, I really you know, had to push that one out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. See, I have to off the cuff. It's just got to. Yeah, it's, it was it's just there. Gotta, you just needed a setup. You had your pop setup. right out. And then you had to execute it with some yeah, extra Yeah, that's more. right. You're right. You're right. Some extra more. There you go. And then, I mean, it, it had a good splash. Yeah, a little, <laughs> on, <laughs> a little encore after that. Yeah. And we're still wiping it. Okay, so she's <laughs> she's got brown hair. She's in a huge suite, and she goes back into her room, and the Russian is there. <gasps> That's right. Anyway, dramatic pause. It's that bad. Like Twist. we we honestly thought our movie was over or well, something. M Night Shyamalan. Uh, and he has music on in the background. And I have a note here that sounds like it's a Russian Tom Waits, or maybe Tom Waits did an album in Russian. But you know Tom Waits and yeah, 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 and and I could do Russian accent, <laughs> but I don't know Russian words at all. But it's very just if you if you have a Russian man speaking, but like Tom Waits, uh, it's very you know, loud and projected. Yeah, it, Russian Tom Waits. Which I mean, that's that's the <laughs> I think that's the darkest shit you can ever get. Tom Waits is dark, but Russian Tom Waits it does not get darker than that. I mean, the period. Russian Revolution was not pretty. No. So that that music exists, <laughs> and it was in this movie. Uh, so it kind of seems like they're getting flirty. Getting, they're getting a little flirty, a little bit. And uh, I think they both think the other one's going for. It. Like I know, I I know you don't know, but you don't know what I don't know. And I think yeah, uh, she's totally falling for it. And she thinks he's totally falling for it. But they're both just waiting for the moment where they can attack each other. And you know, total spy flirting. Uh, his men come in. And one of them starts putting down this huge fucking thing of plaid, like <laughs> yeah. dextering the room. Uh, and that's not, and they're like, even like, be a good girl and go stand on the plastic. And be, yeah. professional. Oh, be, a yeah, professional. be professional. Be a professional. Be a professional. Stand on the plastic. So she reaches into the ice bucket like she's going to make herself another glass of delicious Stoli vodka. That's I'm right. Showing it to the camera. Um, but instead, there's a gun in there. She pulls a gun out of the ice bucket and fucking blows people away. Holes shoot out, diving behind couches, like a big old Boondock Saints fucking type shootout here. Because mm-hmm. Boondock Saints first. So this That's is right. a little doll for the cap. A little doll for the cap there to the Boondock Saints. Are we talking about lesbian tripping again? No, that's there was snatching. No, there were no lesbians in Boondock Saints. They were just doffing the cap. Just doffing the cap? Yeah. <laughs> doffing each other's caps. Oh, my God. Just just hitting clits. Just got to get right. doff. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Woo! Okay, so what the fuck are you? Are we? So she survives. The only one left is the main Russian, uh, and she's like, uh, "What? I just want my life back. I can give you anything. One. What do you want? Don't shoot me. I'll give you anything. I just want my life back." Fucking shoots him right, right in the fucking forehead. Just drops him, and then we get under pressure. And I only knew, as soon as that started, I knew it couldn't be Vanilla Ice, because this is 89. Vanilla Ice didn't come out yet, so it had to be under pressure. <laughs> Answer that question for us. So she walks out, and then she's on a jet with John Goodman and the CIA. She was working for the CIA the, the whole, whole time. time. She was a triple agent. Double yes, right. A, triple, I don't even know how many agents she was. She was at least three. 
but that's when he was like, cocksucker? Really? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, caught up in the moment or whatever. Yeah. It works. Ha 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 ha. Laugh, cut to credits. <laughs> no, no, no. See, our version goes. Ding, 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 ding. It's not the same. It's totally not the same. Got plus, extra note. plus, I shaved lines into my eyebrow. Oh, that's yeah. right. It's All not right. the same. <laughs> fucking vanilla eyes. Fuck that. Fucking, that's the movie. Fucking. So that's the end of a. Uh, that's the end of Atomic Blonde. Kind of this uh, dreary East Berlin spy movie. Yeah. All right. So let's uh, let's head around the horn here. Let's get our reviews, our rewatchabilities, our thoughts. All right. Well, uh, it was okay. I liked uh, the fight scenes. Were pretty cool. I'm sure Dennis Rodman appreciated the parts that when she got beat up, that was cool. Would you close your fucking laptop, <laughs> Jesus Christ, with this gag? Uh, let's see. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't rewatch this movie. I didn't think it was very compelling. I don't like these whole flashbacks, flash forward kind of bullshit. Just tell the story where it starts and just tell us the story. Right. John Wick is, has done that three times now. We just. Follow the fucking narrative of the story. You don't need to keep jumping forward and like that. The special twist there, the last two little twists, like yeah. We're, also, you already had a big down. twist that McAvoy was personal. Oh, then we had another twist. By the time it's at the very end, like we've already put the button on the movie, and now you throw a, another fucking inconsequential twist at the end, like. Well, I'd rather what? twist her nipples, so I, think- I give this a no reach, no rewatchability. No rewatchability. There. All right, I do admire the way in which um, it was shot, like the the long sequence fight scenes. Mm-hmm. Definitely appreciate that. Also, one thing that I noticed uh, just filming, like everything was very gray and yeah. dull. Like there wasn't a whole bunch of color, and I mean, it's, yeah. it represents the time, the the mood, but just little things like that that I caught on. Uh, I think it was well made, but. It's a one and done for me. Yeah. I'm not going to reach out to to put it on. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, I know East Berlin, especially up until the wall came down, was dead, dreary, whatever. Uh, but I don't think that it's... Oh, my only experience it is through American movies, which means it is a lifeless fucking block of ruined concrete and there are no colors except for maybe that little girl's red coat that's about it but like it's just gray and that's the only color that exists in east berlin you know and yeah. i know it can't be that way but that's how it's always portrayed and that seems unfair uh yeah so like i remember renting this and watching it and for some reason i liked it enough that time to buy it uh i did watch it during the twitter part of the rewatch because i made it to the m's during the Twitter rewatch. Uh, and the I must M's, have been... Really? Yeah, I made it into the M's. Uh, and I must have been just fucking blacked out because I don't remember going through it during the Twitter rewatch at all. So uh, there was a lot of drinking going on. So this is technically the third, but only the second time I've watched this. And yeah, the fight scenes are awesome. Fight scenes are really well done. Uh, as we were saying, the same people that did John Wick. Uh, so fucking go on YouTube and look up the fight scenes. That's really all you need from this movie. There's nothing... Plot-wise, actual movie-wise, you need to see. You can just fucking watch the fight scene or watch John Wick because it's similar. It's the long, single-shot, like, well-blocked fight scenes. Uh, past that, nah, I don't want to watch this anymore. So this is this is going into the, uh, the prize pile. All right. The yeah. old prize pile. 
guys can win a signed copy of this movie. You can totally win a signed copy. Also, I, I wanted to throw out, uh, we have been skipping, because this is movies only, so uh, during this we have skipped over Arrested Development and Archer that are fantastic TV shows that I do happen to own DVD of and highly recommend. So, you know, check those out. But, yeah, there we go. Uh, this is a zero out of three. Womp, 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 womp. I say, I, I would say worth seeing. Worth yeah, seeing. I would agree with that. Not rewatchable. Fucking if it, if it's on, I, I don't know if it's on Amazon or Hulu or something. You're looking for something to do on a Saturday night or a Friday night, whatever. Just want to kill a couple hours. Like it's definitely worth watching. But yeah, I mean, if you're Mel Gibson and you like to see women get beat up for a little bit, you should yeah. definitely watch it. I mean, you keep saying during- it like it's it's an abuse movie, and it's it's just she gets in fist fights. <laughs> I, I like that she doesn't just beat. Like is the one that right. kicking ass all the time. She gets her ass. She beat does a bit. also get it's her ass real. beat. You know, it's, uh, it's less because fake. it's believable. Joke, but that's uh, but yeah, I liked that it wasn't a, just about her being a badass woman. Yeah, they're like because there's untouchable. no badass women out there. Am I right? High five, boys! Cricket, 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 cricket. Yeah, uh, there are a few that would disagree with you. I'm just kidding. I know. I know you are. <laughs> I know. I know. I all have right. to make the jokes here because you're obviously bombing all day with your terrible jokes about Atomic Browns. That that eventually turned into a good joke. Thank you very <laughs> you're much. Welcome, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for helping me get that out. That's right. You didn't have to squeeze oh, too hard. Oh, that's right. You you were the uh, the stool. What are those? Little you were stools? the X to my lax. The, 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 the squatty potty. The squatty potty. Yes, you were the squatty, squatty potty, potty to my, to my brown joke. Theron fight scene. <laughs> <laughs> Los and Brandon. Oh, that's right. <laughs> the squatty potty to my fight scene. Los and Brandon. Uh, there we go. I, right. See, I should have. Uh, you, you should run them by us. Before. I actually, what I should do is. Give that. Give the title at the end, so maybe I can play it off of a joke during the episode. Oh, maybe, maybe. Close out the show with it. Yeah, I can get down with that. We'll see. We'll see what happens in episode twelve next week. I think it's twelve. Twelve. Yep. This is eleven. All right. Uh, so that does it this week on the rewatch party. If you like what you heard, tell us. No, seriously, tell us. Uh, you rate, review, whatever the the things you're supposed to do with podcasts. Uh, we are on Twitter at rewatch underscore the. Email us at rewatchparty at gmail dot com. Uh, join us next week when a bunch of really tough guys eat some shawarma in the Avengers. Until then, I'm Nick with Los and Brandon, and thanks for rewatching. Bye. You were made to be ruled. In the end, it will be every man for himself. What do we do? We get ready. There was an idea to bring together a group of remarkable people. So when we needed them, they could fight the battles that we never could. Gentlemen, 
what are you prepared to do? No offense, but I don't play well with others. Big man in a suit of armor. Take that away, what are you? A uh, genius, billionaire, playboy, philanthropist. <laughs> Thanks.